<laughs> what is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome into the first read fantasy football podcast. Your fantasy. <laughs> I'm thrown off, man. I'm thrown off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was brutal. I, um, listen, I won't lie to you. I just got distracted and forgot <laughs> to intro the podcast that we started to record. You were staring at me, though. Prior to that, <laughs> I <laughs> my once, beauty threw you I off. Realized, I understand. Once I realized that I was missing what I was supposed to be doing, I just you know kind of kind of forgot what what was going on. Anyway, welcome in everyone to episode thirty-seven of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I'm really hoping the rest of this is a little less chaotic than the first 30 seconds have been bear with us i think we'll get it together a little bit tyler how are you doing tonight my friend i am doing well i got some monday night football on because we are recording this again during monday night football Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. but we're not missing the mannings so it's okay so we're just going to record this podcast while it's on in the background i've got my kylo ren coffee mug filled with uh iced coffee pre-packaged iced coffee but uh, it looks like chocolate milk, but it's delicious. It is coffee. And uh, I'm here. I'm here. I got my water. I'm prepared, man. I could probably sit here for the yeah. rest of the night. Tyler's a real man. He drinks iced coffee out of a Star Wars mug. That's real right, man. That is right. I, I I want some. I want some iced coffee. That sounds good. Dude, I, what are you drinking? You drinking coffee? You look like you had something. Or is it too late for coffee? Yeah, I had real. I had regular coffee. Ah, uh, How do you drink hot drinks before like at night? Uh, I do that just like that. I do, do it when I'm really. I drink hot coffee if I'm really dragging, because I have other things to worry about than the temperature of the liquid. Mm, that's fair. It's a problem. But, yeah. I won't lie. It it's kind of and an, it's still summertime. And it has to be. Actually, no, it's fall, but it's warm outside. So, yeah. No well, that doesn't coffee. really matter. I just I just drink hot coffee all the time. All do you year use, round, like, cream it or doesn't sugar? matter. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm sometimes in the podcast. Okay, I'm just. Hey, no, it's fine. Know. It's not like we're here to do anything. I, I'm, I'm here to learn about you as a person and as a as a as a sports. <laughs> We've analyst learned enough in the last host. 20, 26 seven? years. Six, twenty-seven. How old You're are you? twenty-seven. I've literally right? lost count. I I don't know. I'm twenty. I'm asking you. I'm twenty-seven. I'm twenty-six. Okay. I officially rely on you to know my age. And we are old, so. I hope you enjoy this we podcast are. somehow. All right, let's get this thing started because if we let ourselves ramble for much longer, I think we will lose every listener that we have. Let's hop <laughs> in to the news here. We've got some injury updates. Let's get it. Let's do it. All right, injury updates. To get started, Josh Jacobs is playing tonight. That was one of those ones that had been kind of lingering for a while. They made that decision a few hours ago um, from what I saw. And so should be good to go moving forward. I don't know how great he's going to be. Um, I think tonight will be a good test for him to see what he can do. Um, But he is playing tonight in Monday Night Football against the Chargers. All right. David Montgomery went down this weekend with an apparent knee injury. Um, Bears don't believe that it's an ACL tear, but they are running MRIs and doing the test and trying to figure that out. 
seems like there's some hope that it's not as bad as it kind of looked as it was happening. Um, they wouldn't play the rerun, right? That was like one of the yeah, things. Yeah, I, I still haven't that. seen it. I still yeah, haven't. So, I looked on Twitter everywhere yesterday. I couldn't find yep. it. Yeah, so apparently it must have been bad, it, though. Yeah, it definitely looked bad. It looked bad from what I saw when he was on the ground, just kind of like moving around. But I'm hoping that, you know, that goes OK. And we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more here in a minute. But we'll run through these. Uh, T. Higgins returned to practice this week. Christian McCaffrey is at practice today. DJ Chark went to IR. Pretty sure he's out for the season um, after his injury on Thursday Night Football this past week. Um, Will Fuller is now week to week. A surprise to nobody ever. Um, Logan Thomas, tight end for the Washington football team, is also week to week. Joe Mixon, week to week. Jimmy Garoppolo was injured on Sunday, so Trey Lance had to go in. But um report came out this afternoon slash evening that uh, it must not be as bad as they thought it was. And it seems like there's a chance that he could play Sunday, actually. Um, but we, it could just be like, you know, some Kyle Shanahan hands going on where they're trying to misdirect and make Arizona plan for both quarterbacks. So keep that in mind. I'm not really sure what to think about that. If I had to like put a bet on it right now, I would say Trey Lance probably starts on Sunday. I would agree with that. Did you watch any of that game? The 49ers game? I did not. I did not watch that one. I was watching the Cardinals and the Rams. I turned it on and it looked like it was garbage time, sort of like it didn't really look like that much of a shot, but Trey right. Lance looked good in just the drives I saw. I only watched I think two okay. or three drives and I thought he looked good specifically, you know, in the, you know, running around, you know, getting out of pressure right. and stuff like that. I thought he looked really, really solid. So yeah, I can see why they good. drafted up for the kid. I, I like it. So, but yeah, I, okay. I would put my money probably on Lance next week and maybe rest of the season, depending on how he plays. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Because if he comes out against Arizona and balls out, and it, especially if they win that game, Jimmy Garoppolo is not coming back on the field. And so um, definitely something to monitor. It's it's pretty much Lance's job to win at this point. So keep an eye on that. Okay, can can I talk to you about something? I actually meant to text you this the other day, and I, and I didn't because I'm a bad person and a bad friend. Um, oh yeah. So do you remember? This right. is totally off topic, but it has to do with football, so it's okay. So it's okay. Um, do you remember weeks ago, maybe months ago, there was a rumor going around from the Tom Brady <clears throat> uh, special with LeBron James, saying, and he was like, "Oh, that mother effer! They chose that mother effer over me." Yep. Do you remember mm -hmm. that going around? Yeah. Did you see that? Pretty sure it was debunked that it was Jimmy G. Yeah, I did hear that? that actually. Yep. Mm -hmm. basically, There's a book like, that somebody's writing. Yes. Yes. And so that, and that they, stuff is apparently coming out a little bit. Yeah, I guess he basically said he would go. He would do the two year deal in San Francisco, play it mm -hmm. out, do his thing. And someone said that the organization did not see Jimmy G as that much of a difference to Tom Brady at the end of the day <laughs> and they decided yeah. to stay there and which I mean, kind of makes sense if, if that's how he feels. I mean, cause you know, they played together in new England. I don't know their feelings yep. with each other, how that relationship right, was right. at all, but it's interesting. It and definitely. It me... Yes, definitely it's, is. It's not my man, Mitch. That's all that's important. 
<laughs> yeah, that is good to know. Speaking of your man, Mitch, let's talk Bears real quick. So David Montgomery, um, I think he's almost for sure going to miss this week, right? So I don't think I there's a so. chance he plays this week. Um, but it could be longer than that. As the local you know, Bears expert here, uh, is Damian Will- Williams going to be worth the waiver wire ad? Assuming Montgomery misses, I mean, even just the one week, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I do think he is worth the waiver ad. Um, okay. When David Montgomery went down, just watching Damian Williams in, in, just in those situations, granted the Bears were up a little bit, so a little bit of a different situation, yeah. but he looked good. You know, I okay. think, That's good to hear. I do think Ryan Pace did a great job at adding a lot of depth this offseason with Damian Williams and drafting Khalil Herbert in that running back position. It almost mm-hmm. feels very prophetic i guess you know very it almost feels Ooh. like like we knew something might happen because yep. uh, obviously Tariq cohen is not there to save the day right now and uh yeah i, I, just, I thought they looked good um however the matchups coming up for the bears are a little scary um i know we have the raiders niners packers in the next coming weeks i don't know how long montgomery yeah. will be out but if you need a running back you know, maybe a desperation play. I like Williams uh, as an option. Okay. Okay, great. Good to hear. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's hop into our main segment here. I think we hit those injuries pretty well. Uh, we need some more more news on a few of these guys and, and to figure out what's going on. But let's go ahead. Let's get into our impressed and depressed segment for the week. Let's do it. Let's step into our office. All right. Cup of coffee. Football on. In the office. Talking some football. We are here to talk about who impressed us and who depressed us. Let's get into this. Let's start off some running backs. Why don't you why don't you kick us off? Who impressed you in the running back position? All right. So running back has been, um, how do I say it nicely? A bit of a crapshoot this year, right? Like if you look through who we were drafting, you know, two, three weeks before the season started, and you just go by ADP and you go down the list, you're just like, oh, we were a little bit off based on what's what's already happening so far um but we seem to be getting some life back in a few specific places and one of those spots is Saquon Barkley running back for the New York Giants look we were pretty low on him coming into the season we didn't like the uncertainty we were one of my biggest issues was Daniel Jones right like with Daniel Jones that offense I was very not confident in Saquon's ability to score points. Um, But he's proven me really wrong. He looks really good. He looked fantastic this week um, running in running the ball. So he had 13 carries, 52 yards and a touchdown. And then he, he got, this is where the magic happens. So six targets, five receptions for 74 yards and another touchdown. So he looked really good. I thought, I thought he was running well, but then the biggest thing is, Daniel Jones has looked really good over four weeks of football yeah. here. And I think that matters so much for Saquon's upside. Yeah. He finally, I mean, he had the game winner at the end there, you know, mm-hmm. that, it yeah. was a Saquon. He won new year week. It happened. 
for a lot yeah, of people. He absolutely it, it happened. Did. And, you know, and the reason he's on this impress list is just because we've been disappointed the last few weeks. We knew it was going to be a slow mm-hmm. start. Yeah. We, we know. But, the, you know, this is what we've been waiting for. Finally. You know, mm-hmm. will it continue? Yeah. You know, tune in next week. So to find out, right. we, we will yeah. we'll know then. But until then, you know, I, I liked what I saw this week. I'm going to continue to play Barkley if I have him. If you have him, I would as well. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this is Saquon. This is what we want to see. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad that I was so low on him because I just don't have him anywhere. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I could really use the running back help in just about every yeah, right? fantasy football league. Everywhere. I am in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like every single Same. one. Um the one, the one league I'm in that I felt good about the running back position, I have Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, and David Montgomery. So, oh man, yes, where I was feeling great, especially like halfway through the games yesterday, I was like, oh yeah, I'm looking awesome right now. And then the David Montgomery injury, yeah, it didn't help that DeAndre Swift had a had a bad game too. But moving on, you're welcome for that. Who is another running back who maybe was a little less impressive this week? Who who was kind of depressing? Yeah, listen, for the draft capital, I really like this running back. I always think he's a solid option, especially as like just an RB2 on your team. And that's Chris yep. Carson of the Seattle Seahawks. But, you know, this week just did not get the job done. Running back 50 as of right now. Monday night game is still going on. But, hey, he mm-hmm. ain't going much higher. Uh, running back 50. No. <laughs> uh Listen, 13 attempts for 30 yards. 13 attempts for 30 yards. Okay, well, what about catches? All right, well, they only targeted him one time, and he did catch it, but for one yard. And that's just not going to get the job done. I don't care if you're in a PPR league or not. It's not going to get the job done. Cool, you got a free point. Congrats. That That's about yeah. it. And maybe, hey. hey you know, I know those come down to the wire, so maybe that was a difference, but that's not going to get the job done in the grand scheme of things week to week. Alex Collins, the backup, had 10 carries, and he turned that into 44 yards and a touchdown. And he had two receptions mm-hmm. for 34 yards. Two sided or, you know, two different sides of, a, of the same coin there. You know, yep. Alex Collins got the job done with the opportunity he has had and Chris Carson did not. And I was not happy. If he was your RB2, which he probably is on your team, you're probably starting him. You were not happy. You were, in fact, a depressed. Yeah. And we are feeling the same wah, way. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, so Alex Collins was uh, almost twice as efficient as Chris Carson on his carries. It's it's a concerning number to see. Um, are you worried, then, for Chris Carson heading into next week? Who is their matchup next week? I apologize. Let me take a look. So the next that week is a great next week. They play they, Arizona, maybe. Or no, you are right on Thursday uh, night football, right? Correct. Thursday night football, I believe. They play one of the. Uh, they play Thursday. the Rams. Hey Rams, Thursday. Thursday night football, gonna be Ooh. a good matchup. I actually think it's gonna be a really good football game. But yeah, I guess I. Hopefully. I don't want to say I'm worried for him, but that's gonna be one of those matchups I'm really looking closely at. And if I have a yeah. solid pivot option, I'm gonna go that route. Um, just with that Rams defense, Aaron Donald, we we all know how that goes, how it can yeah. go. So, yeah, probably pivoting off of that if I can, you know, put someone else in there. Like honestly, like if I have Cordell Pat or Cordero Patterson and Chris Carson, like yeah. I'm highly mm-hmm. considering putting Cordero Patterson in there over Carson. 
this week for that matter. I just am. Like versus Falcons the Jets. Play the Jets. Like Falcons yeah, play the Jets I, next week. Yep. That's I'm an early game. Patterson that's a London game, I believe. Over Chris Carson for sure. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I think you're right. That's yeah. awesome. Um. Yeah, so I think watch watch Chris Carson this week. If it's another bad week, I think you can start to be concerned. But in all reality, you probably don't have another option to pivot to. Uh, the way that Correct. the running back landscape has been this year, uh, not a lot of people have like a third running back that they can reasonably start that isn't somebody like a Devin Singletary. You know what I mean? That's just like a dart throw, hoping for a touchdown kind mm-hmm. of player. Um, you you expect to have a little bit more consistency out of Chris Carson. I think he could yeah. turn it around, but keep an eye on this game specifically against the Rams because I think it's going to tell us a lot. So definitely, let's keep moving on. Let's do. Let's move Wide. on. Go ahead. I am sorry. Go. I, I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm stealing Ooh. your thunder. I am, I apologize. Mm-hmm. I was I was I just, just trying listen. to I was trying to take over to give you a nice lead in for your boy here, but you know I understand. Your <laughs> listen, I got very. Very excited because the first wide receiver that we're going to talk about, the one that impressed us this week, was my man Terry McLaurin. Finishes the wide receiver five on the week. And yes, I know it might get annoying that we continue to talk about Terry, so I won't take too long here. And we even gave you guys a bonus wide receiver that we'll get into. But Terry McLaurin, wide receiver five, 13 targets, six receptions, got the nice one, two, three yardage going on and two touchdowns and i really wanted to highlight terry mclaurin here because of the quarterback change yes ryan fitzpatrick went down yes tyler and i were super concerned about it because so much of our terry hype was hey fitzpatrick will throw the ball and he will throw it you know generously and he will highlight that number one wide receiver and over target that player well guess what Taylor Heineke is a gunslinger himself. He threw the ball a ton this week. I actually just rewatched that game. I watched the replay um, right before we started recording. And he they threw the ball so much against the Falcons. And I think that is going to continue. And, man, he just kept targeting Terry McLaurin. And, and the thing with Terry is that, you know, he caught less than half of his targets. But the uh, the ones he didn't catch, they were not a Terry problem. They were a Taylor Heineke. Uh, slightly missed throws. But that's okay because he's throwing the ball so many times to him that it's just going to work out. And he just he just trusts Terry to, to get the ball. And so he's not afraid to kind of put it into, you know, contested situations even um, from what I could tell. So pretty pumped to see Terry succeed and do so well this week. Yeah, and you know the, this this was all on six receptions, mind you. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know you had another two or three in there for a, you know high game, and whew, who knows what can happen. Right, exactly. He he he's a monster. You know, I think he's had like ten QB changes in like the past two or three years, or something crazy like that. It's, um, it's a lot. It's just nuts. <clears throat> and you know, I got I, I got to admit to you, Stephen, I kind of like Taylor Heineke a lot, and. Yeah, you know, I kind of do too. <laughs> it's a really fun story. Like if you dig uh-huh. into you know, how we got to where he got, and then watching him play, man, the kid's feisty, and he's a fun, yeah, he's he a is. fun quarterback to watch because he's slinging it around, he's running around like crazy, um, and that defense has been weirdly bad 
Yeah, so he has to try to put up a lot of points. And so he's not and he's gotten the to, job done. He's gotten the job done. Like, you know, I, has, I've been very impressed with his play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm on the Heineke train, I think. All aboard. You know, I think I think I am, too. Choo, it's choo. fun stuff. Choo choo. All right. All so right, as you mentioned, you we did add in. Uh, let's OK. I add in. Let's be honest here. I got to <laughs> I added in a bonus impress this week for our wide receiver position and he finished as, as of right now, we still have a game going on, but as of right now, wide receiver 12 in PPR scoring formats for the week. That is none other than my boy, Darnell to the Mooney. Yes, Darnell Mooney of the Chicago Bears. Listen, Justin Fields started quarterback this week, and I don't know if Allen Robinson like takes like his lunch break or something during the Bears games or like, what's up? But that's okay. Darnell Mooney is there to save the day. Targeted seven times, hauled in five of them for a whopping 125. 125 yards, nice 64-yard completion in there, and it was just beautiful. Him and Justin Fields, it's magic. I love every minute of it. If you've seen the replay at all, you you know what I'm talking about. It looked gorgeous. And something that really stands out to me with Darnell Mooney, we're finally seeing it this week. Listen, he had three targets. Almost half of his targets were 20-plus yards. That's huge. Those those are the kind of numbers that are going to win you fantasy weeks. You know, those big play potentials. Like, you know, those are those Cooper Cup touchdowns that have been happening all year. You know, or those Tyler Lockett touchdowns that were happening in week one. Like, they're just happening. Um, And I don't think this is like a one-off thing or an outlier. Like, I genuinely do think that Fields and Mooney are going to do great things together. I think there's that connection. You got a deep ball slinger. You've got someone that can, that's just fast, can run the routes, can bring in the ball, and I love it. You know, and Mooney, if you think about it, if you actually go back and look, Mooney had one reception on four targets in Fields' debut. All right. All right. Don't look at that. That's just my advice to everybody. Because if you watch Fields' <laughs> debut, it was a slaughter. Like, that's just, that's what it was. You know, one yard or for, like, the first half. It was ridiculous. There was no game plan, bad play calling, all that stuff. Don't look at that. Look at this game going forward. This is going to be the game yeah. mm-hmm. that I think sets kind of the president. I think this is what we're going to see moving forward with, with Mooney. And it's not going to be, you know, these stats every week, obviously. But, you know, Darnell Mooney, I'm going to say it, and it's how it is. Mooney is going to be the number one receiver in Chicago next year. So if you are on the field train, if you think he is the future of Chicago, Darnell Mooney is going to be the reciprocant of that QB. So... Dynasty, go get him, stash him away, make a move for him. But, you know, I'm just, I'm impressed, to say the least, in Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought Justin Fields played well. I liked what I saw from him. And Darnell Mooney is just, man, he is good. He is a really good wide receiver. And so I think you just trust that he will get his in this offense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so... I think the play caller changed. I think Bill Lazor probably called plays on I, Sunday. I, um, I don't so. think they ever like actually said it. You know what I mean? But that's what no, it seemed didn't. like was happening. They had a slightly better plan for Justin Fields, allowed him to move around a little bit more, allowed him to make his throws, and he made some beautiful throws. I mean, just unbelievable. Um, I th- I think and hope Justin Fields will take over here and be kind of 
even if Andy Dalton so. comes back in for like one or two more games, I think Fields will get back on the field before too long. Yeah, I think I think it's inevitable. I think it has to happen after the performance mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. From Fields. Yeah. So, and if not, Matt Nagy will get fired and then everything should get better. So guess we will see what happens here. All right. Let's get depressed. Let's, Let's do it. talk about a wide receiver <laughs> that made us sad this week. And you know what the worst part about it is? What's we knew. Listen, we knew we, we were going to get hurt. We knew it. We knew it. We were aware of it. But you know what? We walked right into the trap. Look, if you follow us on the TikTok or TikTok. on the YouTube, <laughs> you would have seen a uh, certain award show that was put on by Tyler and I this past week. And we proclaimed that Brandon Ayuk, <laughs> wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, uh, was going to win the Loki Award um, because we didn't. We thought he would disappear in week four after <laughs> tricking us into trusting him you know, with a good game against the Packers last week. And it was kind of a funny thing where I pretended to, you know, see into the future a little bit there. But look, we were completely right. Brandon Ayuk had three targets, one reception for 15 yards. He was just a complete dud this week. And with Trey Lance getting in here, I don't feel more comfortable starting Brandon Ayuk. I don't know how you can start this player after what we've seen from him this week. Listen, I know last week he like didn't kill you because he scored a touchdown. But if you watch that game, you also watched him and Jimmy G like miss another touchdown opportunity where I'm I wonder if Ayuk ran the wrong route. It just didn't seem like they were super in sync. Um, and I, I'm just not convinced that Kyle Shanahan trusts him as a player. So I don't know that you can trust him on your fantasy team moving forward um i i hope you traded him away last week after the good performance <laughs> uh, but i know that those who believe in brandon Ayuk, they i think are choosing to die on that hill yep. i myself am rolling down the side of it about as fast as i can i do not really want to be attached to this particular player i don't feel a lot of hope for him moving forward yeah, uh, no. So I did the whole thing about best friends where you don't take each other's advice. I played Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> I thought I was one of those people that would die by that sword. I am rolling down the hill, but it is because I accidentally stabbed myself. And now I'm just <laughs> rolling, rolling down, dying. And uh, yeah, I did not sell him away. So uh, kids, if you're listening to this, d- don't die on that hill. Uh, yeah, because you brought up a great <laughs> point with, with Trey Lance is... I, you're, I'm not excited for Brandon Ayuk with Trey yeah, Lance. You just don't, there. we don't know. You have no idea what it's going to look like. N- not at all. And I think I would rather take my chances looking elsewhere, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, it's maybe it's a very premature moves, you know, but, you know, maybe this is something, mm-hmm. and because I do think you can get the value. Maybe you could trade away Brandon Ayuk for someone like a Darnell Mooney. And some, you know, sure. Yeah. And, and maybe that's something you just, you take the risk on, you take the shot on. Cause like, I have no problem with that, especially yeah. like if fields does stay in the rest of the year majority, right. I'm okay taking that shot. You know, you bring, has got that name right behind him. Yeah. He had the bad mm-hmm. game this week, but he had a good game. You're, you might still be able to get someone to, to yeah. move him there. So something to take a look at, but listen, 
I don't want to talk about Brandon Ayuk anymore. I want to move on to, you know, the most supreme position that there is in all of sports out there. Ugh. That is the tight end position. Yes, I know. <laughs> but let's talk about who impressed us. And that is none other than, and you know, in my opinion, and I, and I think you agree with this, I think Dawson Knox, the last two weeks, has just really mm-hmm. been impressive yeah. on the Buffalo Bills. This is the second week in a row he's finished as a top 10 tight end. I believe he was like number two this week. Two or three, yeah, I and think so. he's just he just looked really good. He was five for eight uh, for thirty seven yards, but he hauled in two touchdowns, two touchdowns. That's yep. huge, especially for a tight end. Um, he looked great last week. You know he's had big games in the past, so you know there's sometimes there can be the worry of is it going to be consistent? Is it a one off? You know, and tight ends are just naturally that's the position of tight end. You know, you never yep. know. But hey, that's two weeks in a row. You know, out of four weeks, that's half the season. He's he's looked good, so I like those yeah, odds. Exactly. I like those odds. So, hey, it looks like Josh Allen might have finally turned it on this season. And if that's the case, and yeah, it's scary I think so too. And I mean, look what Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders has accomplished in the first four weeks. You know, now Dawson yeah. Knox. I think, I think this Buffalo Bills team is coming again. I think Josh Allen is back on again, and you know, Dawson Knox is there. You know, he's there to to benefit. Yeah, listen, when it comes to the tight end, sometimes the really the only thing you can do is try to find one that is attached to a good offense. Look at Robert Tanyan last year. He was good, not because of like crazy yardage or crazy target share or anything like that. He was good because he was on a good offense and Aaron Rodgers threw a ton of touchdowns to him. Mm-hmm. Dawson Knox is getting a lot of touchdowns from Josh Allen and as Josh Allen starts to trust him more and more I think his role will continue to develop he's not old he's not an old tight end I think he's 25 when I was looking earlier so it could just be that he's finally starting to you know feel his way in this offense and feel his you know role here and and get more acclimated to what's happening in this offense so I'm I'm buying into it um for now with Dawson Knox. And listen, he could put up a dud next week. That is the tight end position. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen. There's not a lot of guys you can start every single week and get real production from every single week. But I think this is somebody you can grab off of waivers. He's available, I think, in all of my leagues. Um, I think you can grab him, plug him in, and kind of leave him there hopefully for the rest of the season. And I'm not saying every week is going to be like this, but I think he has a really good shot at a touchdown and a defined role in a very high-powered offense. You just can't find better than that. Yeah, and it's and it's funny, you know, looking back, even just even in the offseason, now that I really sit down and think about it, it's like, who mm-hmm. are some of the top top tight ends going? Travis Kelsey, right? And Mark yep. Andrews, right? Okay, well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two of the top, you know, two, some of the most elite quarterbacks are their quarterbacks. Why were we not looking at who right. the tight end yeah. is for Josh Allen, you know, from the beginning when you right, really sit right. and think about it? Uh, so I I agree. I think he's someone to stash away. I was fortunate enough to be able to somehow get him off the waiver wires um, two weeks ago, like before all the hype started somehow. I just, you know, I was oh, like, nice. oh, sure, take a shot. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I was really <laughs> hurt at that position because I don't, someone, I don't remember who I had. They got hurt, but. I was like, screw it. I'll go for it. It paid off. I am now starting him every week, and I'm a happy camper right now. I'm a happy camper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know who's not a happy camper? 
people who Who's started that? Robert Tanyan. Oh, why you gotta bring him up like that? I'm why you gotta sorry. do my guy like that? I'm sorry. I, I, me and you were big Robert Tanyan guys towards that end of the offseason. We season. were getting we into were. draft season. We, got got. We, we were there. We were there. Uh, he only had seven targets this, or he had seven targets this week. I should say, not only it's seven targets yeah. is a very good amount. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but um, he only caught two of them and only got <laughs> uh, moved them eight yards total for both of them. That's uh, not yeah. great. So I would say very similar to the balls that came his way. Um, he's droppable. <laughs> That's what I would say. I would Ba-boom. say he's droppable. Uh, yes, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. I get it. That is the reason we were so <laughs> high on him, especially when Aaron yep. Rodgers announced he was playing again for the Green Bay Packers. But Robert Tanyan will not be playing for my fantasy team, unfortunately. You just can't. You can't justify having him on your roster anymore. Like I get that we drafted him. I get that we believed in him and I understand he did some impressive things last year, but there's a reason he wasn't drafted as the fourth tight end off the board. Right? Like you can't yeah. take him over Dalton Schultz. Nope. You can't take him over Dawson Knox. I wouldn't, I would rather roster, you know, CJ Zama from Cincinnati, yeah, right, Max Williams one. from Arizona. Um, both, both of those guys have had more defined roles than, you know, what Robert Tanyan has been so far. So I just think he has to go. I think it's okay. Take a deep breath and hit that drop button and try to find somebody who might actually score you some points. You know what? We need a drop button now that you say that. I just thought about that. We need to find a sound. Oh, that's a good point. I don't know what that sounds like. Yeah. But it, it sounds like find that. a good um, drop sound. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, though, I just thought of something while you were while we were good drop this. drop. Did you see might even, might even. the whole Mike Tomlin Aaron Rodgers moment this past weekend? <laughs> I sure did. I so did. I one of my really really good friends. Is I can't Packers. wait to hear your conspiracy theories. It's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so one of my really good friends, <laughs> Phil. Shout out Phil. I know. I hope you listen. You said you listen. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> Down. Text me if you're listening. Uh, no, uh, he's a really good. He's a really good friend of mine. He's a Packers fan. Some people in life are wrong. It's fine. But um, I, I, I took a. <laughs> I have a screenshot of the Mike Tomlin and Aaron Rodgers like look they gave each other, and I texted him, and I said, hundred dollars right now. He's in Pittsburgh next year. Like just the look. The look was enough for me. That was the look <laughs> of love, and that was the look of ah. Oh, uh, We'll get them next year together. You're not getting me today, though, That's from Mike hilarious. Tomlin. Yeah, it's happening. Pittsburgh Steelers. Did you see... <laughs> That's funny. Did you see what the context was for that interaction? So I know I, I, from what I saw or read, I just know that he Rogers tried to get the playoff really quick. And then Tomlin yep. got the timeout quicker. Like, that's just how it went. Yep. Um, yeah, it was just like, I think the Steelers had 12 guys on the field and Rogers tried to get them. Before that okay. guy could get off field, and then okay. but Tomlin called the timeout right before, and then Rogers looked over at him and was like, "Whew, that was close!" And they they were laughing at each other. I love Mike Tomlin. I, I think he's. Awesome. I love that interaction because they they both gave each other the head nod, uh-huh. like they, and it was great. Like it's so funny. I like how genuinely awesome. happy we are right football. now with this because it was great. It, it was truly. It was so cool. Truly, great. football <laughs> is awesome. It's so good. All right, we. Love this sport. We love fantasy football. We love watching this stuff. And I know I love me some numbers. So let's take a look 
at a couple interesting stats from week four. All right. Yes. Let's get into that. All right. So first stat here is a fun one for us because it has to do with our guy, Justin Fields. We've been pretty excited about him all season. Obviously, Tyler's a Bears fan, and I, I feel like I, I somewhat can empathize with, with the Bears because of you know how long I've been watching them and following them and yada, 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 and Justin Fields is awesome. Anyway, listen, week four of the NFL before Monday Night Football, so you know some things could, could change here, but Justin Fields currently leads the league in average depth of target for week four. So his dot this week was 13.4 yards. And if you don't know what average depth of target means is, well, it means just that the average distance that Justin Field is throwing the ball when targeting his receivers. So that's really good. 13.4 is, is a very good dot. It's pretty far downfield. Now, one thing to keep in mind with this stat is they were playing the Detroit Lions. Uh, which is kind of like a high school team. So you can pretty much do whatever you want. But I think it matters, and I think it's an important stat. And so even if that's a little higher than maybe we can really give it credit for, it's way higher than what Andy Dalton had been providing so far. So with week one and week two, Andy Dalton averaged at the target 4.5 and 4.7 yards. It's like a third of what Justin Fields did last week. And so all this to say, I think there's a really strong case that Justin Fields provides way more upside in the passing game for these receiving options. So think Darnell Mooney, like we've been hyping him up. Think Allen Robinson too, who has been Mm -hmm. struggling this year. Yes. But I think maybe because of numbers like this, because of what we see when we're watching these games, there is a case to be made that, hey, maybe Justin Fields can bring some life back to Allen Robinson and bring some more life and and like fantasy production to this receiving game, too. That is why you're here, to give us stats like this. <clears throat> you are the math guy. You are the numbers guy. I'm not going to be sitting here throwing out the term A dot. That will be all you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love hearing that. That is, that's great. It's great to hear. Um, hopefully that continues. As you said, that was against the lions. So we'll see how that translates yeah, in the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. D- Dalton's not going to get that job done with, with 4.5, 4.7 right. yards a game, you know, per, per target. I just, it's like, it's not gonna get the job done. Yeah. You know, big Ben's a different story. He just can't throw the ball anymore. So that, un- that's understandable. <laughs> you know, I get that, yep. you know? But yeah, Dalton got to do better than that. So um, I like it. Another another kind of stat I found interesting this week was Kyle Pitts actually led tight ends in targets this last week. He led all tight ends and he had with nine, nine targets. Um, he brought four of those in, had 50 yards. So he was about 50% on those. Turned them into something about 12 and a half, 12 and a half, 12 and a half, 12 and a half yards per catch averaging out. I like that a lot. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Um, so I like that. I think we need to start asking some questions, though, with that stat. Yeah. You know, do we mm-hmm. think we could start to see him emerge a, a, as a tight end one? I actually know he, what I believe he was 
you know, our topic last week when it came to tight ends, um, or at least a few weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> everything oh, runs right. together. Yeah. But how how the tables how the turntables right like wh- <laughs> is Kyle <laughs> Pitts you know the real deal? I'm gonna hold off from saying yes on this. I don't think I'm there okay. yet. I just don't feel confident. And we talked about it before. I just don't feel confident in that Atlanta Falcons offense. Like I'm just not there. Um, right, right. So mm, maybe you know we'll see what happens. Uh, but it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, okay, Randy. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I like it. Okay, that's fair. And I and I think it's totally fine to not believe in Kyle Pitts. I think it's completely understandable. I was unsure. When I saw nine targets, I was like, hey, that's really good. And the fact that it was the most of all the other tight ends, I think that's fantastic. I am leaning towards believing in Kyle Pitts. And so I might be trying to make some moves for him this week to see if I can snag him anywhere where I'm, where I'm in, in some need of tight end help. Um, and here's, here's my thought process on this. Okay. There's a few things that make me think like, yeah, maybe, maybe I could see this happening. One, he's phenomenal. Okay. He is such a good player. I don't, I don't think that has like changed in anybody's mind based on, you know, this production so far. I think he's very, very good. It's not him necessarily that we're worried about. Other thing, man, what I saw when I watched this game is Matt Ryan targeting Kyle Pitts plenty often. Like we said, nine targets. I saw him trying to hit him, you know, in in bigger situations where it felt like it was necessary. I saw two red zone targets, two end zone targets that just didn't connect. Um, so it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like all the pieces are there and I feel like they're lining up and I feel like it's, it's like almost ready. And I think we could maybe start to see him take advantage of some of the opportunity that has been there. And we can start to see him, you know, step up a little bit more. And I, I have hopes for that. And really, I mean, the biggest thing for me is like, I refuse to believe that Cordero Patterson is just going to be like all of Atlanta's offense moving forward. There's just no way no. that it's going to be all him. He had three touchdowns this week. That will not continue. I refuse to believe it. Okay. I think Calvin Ridley will get his. I think Kyle Pitts will get his. Um, And maybe Cordell Patterson is more effective than Mike Davis. Whatever. I'm willing to take that L. <laughs> but I, I can't believe that he is going to make Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts irrelevant for fantasy purposes, or maybe not irrelevant, but you know, not as good as we thought they would be. Right. I just, I, I, I'm still shocked that I had to pick up Cordell Patterson as a desperation play like three weeks ago. Cause I literally had no running back to, and it was just so bad. And well, now, it worked out for you. It, it, it you did. The running back too. Yeah. yeah it, it did <laughs> very much. So I don't know how I got lucky, but I, I will take it. Um, I will take it. Um, yeah. so let's, let's do, we're going to, we're going to finish this episode off with just some starts of the week. We're just going to throw out uh, a player for each of us that, you know, we're, we're going to take that shot on. We really like, mm-hmm. um, yep. and there's just, you know, someone we, we, we feel confident in. So let's go ahead. Let's do our starts of the week. Uh, why don't you give us your start of the week? Yeah. So. My start of the week is going to be Jalen Waddle, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. I think he's looked good 
from what I've seen and what I've watched of, you know, of the Miami game so far. I thought he looked good against the Colts on Sunday. He only got a few targets. In all, in all reality, man, like, that offense just couldn't get anything mm-hmm. going. They were just getting demolished. Uh, trust me. Pretty. My RB1 knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh your oh. RB1, Mr. Miles Gaskin. Oh, I think that was actually the league I Two played you carries, in. I, think. I don't know. But oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> but listen, because of that, because of, you know, like the ineffectiveness and all that stuff, I think they're going to have to lean on the passing game and, Guess who get to, they get to play this week? The Miami Dolphins, they're facing off against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, we know the Bucs are good defense in certain ways. You know what you can't do against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Run. Run the ball. You cannot run the ball. So, all they're going to do is throw the ball. And Jacoby Brissett does not throw the ball downfield very often. So, I think Jalen Waddle has a huge opportunity for some like underneath shallow targets, and he has the ability and the electricity to turn those into really great fantasy production. And so I'm pretty excited for Waddle this week. He's already got 30 targets over four weeks. You know, that's what seven and a half targets a week. That's awesome. That's really great for a rookie wide receiver. And so against this defense, with what they have, what else they have going on on offense there. Will Fuller is going to be out. I just, I just think he has a great opportunity here, and I, and I think he'll kind of step into a, a more defined role for the Dolphins. Yeah, I like Jalen Watt a lot, and you know, now that Will Fuller is week to week, you know, he's still the guy there. So, yep, he, you know, I, I like that a lot. I like Jalen Waddle. Uh, my start of the week, I'm going to go a little riskier play here. Someone we've been excited for since the beginning of the season. Um, unfortunately it's just been his quarterback play. I believe that's just really been holding him back. And that's Michael Pittman jr. Of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, yeah, it's a riskier play. Quarterback situation is always up in the air. Like it seems to be every week. (laughs) Uh, but Hey, this Ravens defense is giving up 273 passing yards a game. And Michael Pittman's averaging 12.1 yards per reception. You know, I think it's just a matter of time before Pittman takes that step and just has a game. I, I just, I think it has to happen. And I think this this matchup with the Ravens is going to be a great opportunity for Michael Pittman to really do that. Again, I it really if he's got bad quarterback play, it is just it's not going to happen. That's just the way it is. But yeah. I think if Carson Wentz or even Jacob Eason or or, or Eleanor or whoever is playing, I, I whoever the quarterback is. <laughs> They can give the kid a shot. I think he can make the most of this mm-hmm. opportunity against this Ravens defense. And like I said, it's a matter of time. And I think this could be the week. So I am, I'm taking my shot and I'm playing Michael Pittman Jr. This week. Yeah, no, I, I like that pick too, because I don't think the Colts will win this game and I could see it being pretty brutal. So I won't be surprised if there's also some garbage time opportunity. Yes. And in all reality, I think Wentz has looked good. Mm-hmm. And I think he looked better this past week than he did the week before. He gets an extra day of rest for those uh, busted up ankles. So <laughs> it's Monday night game, which will be interesting. Oh, but, Monday night game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like Monday it. night. So I'm, I, I'm assuming Peyton and Eli will get to be on there and Peyton will get to talk Ooh. about the Colts, which will be be pretty fun. So we're going to record on Tuesday next week, everybody. That's in case you care. That's that's uh, actually because I'm not missing that one. Oh, that's totally fair. I get <laughs> apparently I'm off next Monday too. 
So like it's just gonna be a party. Like I guess it's a holiday apparently. Oh, maybe we the should federal record government. Sunday night. Then. Maybe yeah. we should record Monday morning. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Have my hot coffee. Gross. Monday morning. All right. <laughs> hey, that was a that was you know this was a, this was a fun episode. Um, when we got yeah. we got Monday night football on. Um, I can assure you, I don't think the rankings have moved much from this game. It is still fourteen to zero going into the half. Yeah. Chargers are up. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping for a Monday night miracle from my boy Darren Waller there to beat you in our dynasty league. Is not going to happen. And no. oh, oh, just I do want to mention this just because I'm really happy about about my decision that I made here. Uh, finally named my team in our dynasty league, and uh, <laughs> I know you really appreciate it, but I just couldn't it's come great, up with a good great. name, you know, because there's there's plenty of good names, but I don't want one I've heard a bunch of times or that everybody mm-hmm, has. Like, mm-hmm. I want something fun and catching, creative and unique. And we, you and I are both How I Met Your Mother fans, it's one of our favorite shows. Yep. And it just hit me sitting there at work. And if you're familiar with the show, they go to a place called uh, McLaren's uh, Pub. That that's just where they hang out. It's a bar. I got Terry McLaurin on my team. I think maybe I don't even. I maybe I don't. I don't even know. But I named my team. I don't have him on my team. That's great. I love it. Uh, I named my team McLaurin's <laughs> Pub, better. and I am so proud of it. Uh, I am just. Oh yeah. I think it's so creative, and I love it. And How I Met Your Mother is the greatest, and everything. So yeah, just wanted to brag about that for a minute. Your your team name is. You shall not pass, which is fantastic as always in this league, and I love it. Um, <laughs> I love that we get to throw in two of our like, uh, you know, two of the guys we were we were pretty high on. Yeah, well, at least I was on yeah, the positional and uh, Terry, so it's fun there for sure. I love it. I love it. All right, thank you guys for listening again. As always, go check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're everywhere. Steven, I believe his handle is First Read Steven. If I'm correct, I don't know. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that your handle? Mine yep. is that podcast host as podcasts are great and I like to host them. So that is us. First read fantasy football podcast anywhere on social media. And as always, as Steve was saying, go check out the award show up weekly on TikTok and YouTube because let me I'll be honest, guys, that's been mostly Steven's thing. And I am I'm a fan watching from the sidelines most of the time. It's been great. I, I'm laughing oh, my butt off, and it's you know I try to help, but I let his comedy genius do it. So, anywho, I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, I was just I'm just I'm hyping you up. I don't actually believe that. Well, uh, I'll t- I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, all okay. the praise. <laughs> Bring uh, it in. Bring it in. Love it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow us. Check us out. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. And until next time, may the force be with you. See you guys.